2. Due Ni It was the last day of the summer holidays, and I was starting Spit Hill High School the next morning. I can't say I was massively excited about going into high school. There were loads of big, loud, scary kids in there. I used to see them coming out of the gate sometimes and getting on the bus. The girls looked even more dangerous than the boys, and in a few hours I was going to be walking through those gates myself. I was really freaking out about it. Maybe that's why I got the idea in the first place. Panic can make you do insane things, that's all I can say. So that was the day Mum asked me to go and pick up Bella from her friend's birthday party. It wasn't far, just a few streets past the park. The whole way, I was stressing out about the disasters that could happen in school. What if no one liked me, and everyone made new friends except me? There were 28 kids in my class, in primary school, and only 12 of them were girls. They were okay, and I hung out with them because I didn't really have much choice, but they weren't majorly good friends or anything. None of them liked art. Most of the boys were annoying, and the three that were almost okay were going to other schools. So I really needed this high school thing to work out. I was seriously hoping to make some new friends. Because it was a new school and everything, it flashed across my mind to pretend I was someone else. I could say I was an orphan and my parents adopted me from Korea. Or that my father was a rock star and I flew to LA every summer to hang out in my heart-shaped pool. But kids from my primary school would be there and they'd wreck my story. Everyone would laugh at me. Making a good first impression on your first day is important. If you mess up then, everyone ignores or ridicules you for the next seven years. I nearly walked straight past Bella's friend's house because I was stressing so much. As soon as I stepped in the front door, I saw Bella. You couldn't miss her. She was wearing this huge puffy pink party dress, white shiny shoes and pink and white ribbons in her hair. She looked like a giant marshmallow. It was hard to believe we were even related. Her bunches were bouncing up in the air and she had chocolate smeared all over her mouth, her dress, everywhere. I really didn't want to hold her sticky, chocolatey hands. So I asked the party girl's mother if I could clean Bella up before we left. Seriously, if you had seen those hands, you wouldn't have touched them either. But that might be just me. Me and Muck have this thing. We just don't get along. Once I'd washed her hands the best I could with her wriggling like an eel, I told Bella to wait outside so I could, you know, use the bathroom. When I came out, she was crying and rubbing her head. What happened? I asked. That stupid Tommy Pike, she wailed. He ran up the stairs and pushed me over and I banged my head on the wall. Tommy Pike was only seven or something, but he was multi-violent and he kept being mean to Bella. The first time was just after he joined our school, when he pulled her hair really hard and made her cry. Then he started tripping her over in the playground and taking things out of her pencil case and throwing them at other kids in the class. When we walked to the front door to leave the party, Tommy Pike poked his head around the kitchen door and grinned. I took Bella's hand and gave him my evil death stare. That usually works on Bella but he just stuck his tongue out at me and ran away. On the way back home, with me holding Bella's hand, which was now a bit clean, but not extremely, we passed the playground. A man was sitting in the sandpit playing with a little girl.